We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I think this is a human question. Yeah. Do you worry... No, but for real. Let me see. Do you something. worry that all of this noise, even though it's just noise... No, I it's don't still, worry. ...that it could affect your sobriety? Of course. Look, you don't want to live in the worry of it. Because then you're feeding the beast. I have no answer other than this. You got to live in the connections that you have to healthy things. Fortunately for him, one of his connections is the Attorney General, and the other is his father, the President of the United States. Working out pretty well so far. Millions and millions flowing in from all over the world, hostile countries, into the Biden family bank accounts, no accountability. Well, Republicans are trying to bring some accountability to the dance. Happy Wednesday, and welcome back. Hunter Biden is on Capitol Hill even as we speak. And he's attacking the Republicans because that's what the left does. They kill your grandmother, then they blame you for it. He says the Republican... Impeachment inquiry, and there may be a vote on that today in the full House of Representatives, is shameless. Shameless. Isn't there a bad uh, HBO show or something called Shameless? And Hunter Biden would know a lot about shamelessness. His, his entire life is shameless. He defines shameless. It kind of reminds me of that Victoria Newland line, Obama administration, State Department official, explaining to Congress under oath that the Soviet Russian playbook always had it that you accuse your enemy of doing whatever you are doing or are about to do. And so accusing the Republicans of shamelessness is a little bit ironic coming from the, the stripper, knocker-upper, Russian hooker Dayton, widow of his brother Dayton, gun in the garbage can, sweetheart deal from the Justice Department, son of the senator, vice president, president of the United States, who's you know, shameless, just at a bare minimum. Uh, I uh, will keep my ear to the ground on everything that's going on on Capitol Hill. Hunter Biden is pretty much expected to plead the fifth, take the Fifth Amendment, so that he doesn't have to answer any questions. And uh, brilliant listener Dan a short time ago said, hey, can the Republicans give him immunity, which may mean that legally he cannot plead the Fifth Amendment and he would be compelled to answer the questions put to him And he's called up by subpoena. It's not an invitation to a Christmas party. I've got a Christmas party story I want to share with you in a couple of minutes, too. And in fact, before I get back to that and and, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, I'm here for my $61 billion. Where's my $61 billion? I want to give 90% to the military-industrial complex in America to kill more Russians. And then my friends and I will pocket the other 10%, which is still billions and billions of dollars. And there will be no accountability because my friend Joe Biden, whose family has been enriched by my Ukrainian friends, they will make sure there is no accountability for the tens of billions of dollars that we are receiving courtesy of the American taxpayer. Thank you very much, Iowa and Kansas, 
for the billions of dollars. But before I do that, yesterday I talked about the Barack Obama. He's a filmmaker, you know. Not really, it's all a fake. But uh, Netflix has paid Barack and Michelle Obama. The numbers vary because they're trying to keep it a secret, but $60 million or $65 million, this is where corruption resides in the United States of America. I've just talked about Ukraine and Washington. Now let's talk about the circle fest and the hot tub that is Hollywood and the Democrat Party. And Netflix gave Barack and Michelle Obama the the best estimate is probably $60 million to become filmmakers. They're not filmmakers. They are credited in this movie um, that is now on Netflix, as you might imagine. They're credited in this movie, Leave the World Behind, which is something they'd like to do because they despise the world and everyone in it. And uh, Leave the World Behind, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama are in the opening credits as executive producers. I read a couple of articles on it, and they said that the filmmakers called him, and what, what was the word they used, Michael, that Barack Obama contributed? Empathy. He contributed empathy. That's, that's not writing. That's not uh, storyline. That's, that's empathy. He's Mr. Empathy, right? Remember uh, Jeremiah Wright, the Reverend Jeremiah Wright, uh, Mr. Empathy, and uh, anti-Semitic uh, spiritual guidepost for Barack and Michelle Obama, Jeremiah Wright, said, you know, the Jews won't let Barack meet with me, said Barack Obama's spiritual guidepost and mentor, the Reverend Jeremiah Wright, a racist, anti-Semite, anti-American lunatic, and Barack Obama's pastor in Chicago for his phony church, the Trinity United Church of Christ. Remember all that stuff. But the uh, I was talking about it, leave the world behind, right? Um, yesterday. Because my best girl and I, night before last, we put it on, it was recommended by a couple of people at Newsmax, and um, we put it on night before last. It's two hours and 20 minutes long, two hours and 20 minutes, which is an hour too long for this movie. What's the movie about? You might ask that Michelle Obama and Barack Obama have executive producer titles for providing empathy. There's not a lot of empathy in the movie. It's anti-empathy. It's anti-American. It's un-American. It's racist. It's a muddled, confused story that I think no one can make sense of. Maybe that's where Barack and Michelle contributed something. And and yesterday was yesterday was my birthday. Um, and so my best girl and I, we went out to dinner last night, and we had a, a lovely and wonderful time. Actually have a nice uh, postcard here from South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, a very nice card, to Chris Plant here at the radio station in Washington, D.C. Happy birthday, it says, exclamation mark. Wishing you an excellent birthday and a delightful year. We appreciate you, with an exclamation mark. Succinct, to the point, beautiful, signed, Fan Club of Charleston, South Carolina. And I just think that's very nice. And I thought it was very nice. And it's a lovely card, a beautiful card. And I think that's great. And I have it here at the office. I'm going to bring it home because that's nice. But in any case, I digress. It was my birthday yesterday, so my best girl and I, we went out to dinner uh, knowing that night before last we had watched half of this movie and then fallen asleep on our big L-shaped couch, as we sometimes do, and uh, didn't finish the movie. 
Well, last night we went out uh, to dinner and had a nice salad and a nice steak that we split and uh, went home and said, all right, let's put on the second half of this stupid Barack Obama movie, this America-hating, human-being-hating movie. Let's go, uh, let's go watch the rest of that. Well, we started watching it, and uh, hard to believe, two-hour, 20-minute movie. Uh, I fell asleep again because it's so enthralling. My best girl did stay up and watch the uh, rest of the movie. And the, the ending is being panned. The movie is being panned. I asked my best girl this morning for her summary of the movie. She's very good at this and so many other things. And she said, well, it's a classic America-hating movie. There, it's an apocalyptic movie. But why the apocalypse is hap- happening to the United States of America, and we don't know what's going on outside of the United States of America, is never actually explained. But first, the electricity goes out, apparently, in New York City, and a black uh, man with his daughter, who's also African-American, flee New York City and come out to their multi-million dollar house uh, outside of New York City, where there is a white family staying, um, a mother, father, and their two kids. And they rented the house. They rented the house online for a getaway, you know, uh, and uh, that's all very vague. It sounds like it's for one night. But Julie Roberts and Ethan Hawke are the parents, uh, the white par- they're the white ones. They've rented the house. And then a couple of people you've uh, probably never heard of, uh, Mahershala and uh, Ali and uh, Mahaya Harold, and they're the, the African-American uh, father and daughter. They show up at the front door, and they're behaving in a very peculiar way, in a very untrustworthy way. They're, they're not convincing when they say, well, this is our house, and we're fleeing the blackout in New York. Very unconvincing. Uh, but, of course, it's framed as uh, the, you know, the white couple's racist, right? So that's so we're off to the races, uh, so to speak, with uh, the you know the Barack Obama theme movie, um, and then uh, bad things start happening, and they're driving in their car, and the GPS doesn't work, and a uh, 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 guy uh, you know Mr. Ali goes next door to his friend's house and and grabs his satellite telephone and tries to speak on the satellite, but all the satellites are out, the GPS is out, the cell phones are out, the electricity's out. Um, Planes are falling out of the sky, airliners, and crashing into the same spot over and over again, like the GPS is driving uh, airliners into the same spot over and over again. And bodies are scattered all over the place, people scattered all over. And um, and a, a ship, a giant oil taker, uh, going full speed, crashes right into the beach where they are. And none of this is explained, right? But it's the end of the world as we know it, and all technology fails. And as we go along, my best girl, and I saw that much night before last... And uh, then my best girl explains, after I fell asleep for the second time trying to watch this dumb movie, my best girl explains that they, the movie never actually uh, lets the audience know why any of this is happening uh, or how it's happening, but it appears that we, the United States of America, have been so bad and so cruel to so many different countries that all of the countries of the world ganged up on us and knocked out all of our technology at the same time. And then, of course, they'd go back to the Stone Age and bashing each other's brains in with rocks because were it not for the United States, there would be no civilization on Earth right now. But never mind that, and no technology and no electricity and no airplanes and no satellites. You're welcome. But uh, never mind that. So all of this uh, happens. And then the end of the movie, and I don't want to give it away completely, but uh, my best girl explained to me that it is a nonsensical, dumb ending to... Um, this dumb anti-American, 
racist, apocalyptic movie that hates the United States of America and hates people. It hates people, too. Now, I mentioned yesterday that the movie opens before you even get to the opening credits and see Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, our executive producers. Julia Roberts is uh, talking, and she's looking. She said, I was looking out the window earlier, and there were people scurrying around, going about their lives, trying to make their lives better, trying to make the world a better place. Then I remembered the world is an awful and terrible place, and she says, I saw all these people starting their day with such tenacity, such verve, all in an effort to make something of themselves, make something of our world. I felt so lucky to be a part of that. But then, then I remembered, remembered what the world is actually like, and I came to a more accurate realization. I f***ing hate people. Uh, came to a more accurate... See, this is the left. This is why Vladimir Putin doesn't care if 315,000 troops have been killed in two years. It's why the communists were able to murder 100 million people in the 20th century and still have a clean conscience. It's because they hate people. They beeping hate people. That's their starting point. And this is... Uh, it was at that moment, and then the opening credits started, and I said, well, that's... Those are the fingerprints of Barack and Michelle Obama and the left, right? And then you have the uh, the African-American guy and his African-American daughter, and they're in the house, and they're in bed, um, father-daughter, and uh, trying to get some sleep. And the daughter reminds her father, uh, you know, the lessons that she'd been taught growing up. I'm asking for you to remember that if the world falls apart, trust should not be dulled out easily to anyone especially white people. Even mom would agree with me on that. Especially white people. Even mom, they think that mom was killed in one of the airliners crashing into the the beach because all technology failed at once and uh, it's the apocalypse and and the Democrats and Barack and Michelle Obama and Netflix, they love this story and the leftists that put the actually put the movie together and the fake uh, executive producer title for Barack Obama and Michelle Obama is just to fake justify the $60 million that they gave them. And I'll bet a dollar right now that they get an Oscar, yet another Oscar. They're already Oscar award-winning film producers, by the way. Um, You didn't see the documentary in question, and nobody else did either. Now, what will I tell you about the Democrats? Because I I have two stories for you that I want to share about Democrats being racist in, in addition to this racist movie executive produced by the Obamas. And I'm going to get to those get to those stories in just a moment. You know, heating bills, surprise, surprise, are expected to skyrocket again this winter. But a powerful heating technology used by Eden Pure and the Eden Pure Gen 40 heater, already helping thousands of people save money and stay warm. At Eden Pure, an advanced heating engineer team has combined an infrared heating system and a convective heating system into one brilliant space heater. These two technologies work together to heat a home better than your current furnace, boiler, baseboard heat, and other space heaters. By using two forms of heating technology to heat a room, the Gen 40 heater makes you feel warmer and it reduces your heating bills. Never be cold again and save money month after month with Eden Pure. We love Eden Pure. They're great. Right now, you can get an additional $50 off 
the Gen 40 sale price with my discount code already on sale. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com, enter the discount code CHRIS50, CHRIS50. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS50 to save an additional $50 off of the already low, low sale price. Yeah, why don't you hear these uh, these Democrats? I got a Democrat story out of Boston for you. I got a Democrat story out of Illinois for you. And you'll be shocked to learn that the party of the Confederacy, the Klan, and Jim Crow are still as racist as ever. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, Hunter Biden did show up on Capitol Hill long enough to attack and slander Republicans uh, to pick a fight. And then apparently he left and he's apparently not going to testify as he had been subpoenaed to do but demanding that they control the process and they will testify in open session, but not in closed session, as the subpoena requires. And that reminds me of the racist Democrat mayor of Boston, Massachusetts, Gesundheit. Mayor Wu, Michelle Wu, W-U, mayor of Boston, Democrat, liberal left wing, having a holiday party, not a Christmas party, but only for people of color not for white people, because they're racists. You see, that's the thing about the Democrats. They've always been racists, and they continue to be racists in Boston, where they discriminated against Asian students doing too well, not going to let you into Harvard, did too much homework, did too well on the SATs, and we're not going to let you in. So Mayor Wu of Boston invited only, and listen to this, electeds, Electeds, the word elected with an S on it, meaning the plural of people who have been elected, not a word that anyone ever uses, electeds of color to a holiday party, not a Christmas party because they're racists. The email was mistakenly sent to all city council members, including the white ones. One white council member called it divisive. You think there should be, uh, you know, some gallows out front with nooses hanging from them. The Democrats are back. The party is scheduled to take place this evening at 5.30 p.m. And only black council members and non-white council members are elected. Imagine a white mayor having a whites-only Christmas party. The Democrats are the most destructive force in Western civilization. There's more. I've got it coming up. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. 
We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now, when you're a Democrat, it means living in a consequence-free world. Like Hunter Biden. The Russian hookers, the millions from Ukraine, millions from Russia, millions from China, from Romania, from Kazakhstan, and Joe Biden. And we've got a news media that is so corrupt at this point. How corrupt are they that this is all just water under the bridge before it reaches the bridge? They clean it up for them. Uh, Amazing. And just as the media will clean up Democrat mayor of Boston, Michelle Wu, and uh, her racist holiday party, not Christmas party. Just amazing. The Boston Herald actually has a story on it. Boston City Hall roiled. And I'm going to share with you the Hunter Biden audio in just a moment. I have a few thoughts on that. The imperious son of Biden. That's S-O-B, son of Biden. But first, Boston City Hall roiled by email party invitation for electeds. I've never seen the word electeds used before. Of color, and only of color, no white people, because they are devout racists. That seems pretty obvious at this point, doesn't it? The Wu administration. And a Wu administration official on behalf of the mayor, listen to this mistakenly sent all Boston City councilors, members of the city council, an email Tuesday inviting them to a holiday party that was meant exclusively for electeds of color, which is illiterate, but that's okay, prompting an apology with mixed reactions. Denise DeSantos, the mayor's director of city council relations, who appears in her picture to be a woman of color, told the body's honorable members on behalf of Mayor Michelle Wu, she was cordially inviting each of them, and a guest to the electeds of color holiday party on Wednesday, December 13th at 5.30 p.m. at the Parkman House, 33 Beacon Street. Um... And the white people were supposed to be left off of the invitation list because they're racists, all right? The electeds, electeds, um, you know, by a dictionary, of color, no white people, holiday party tomorrow. And she sent this thing out, and please let me know if you plan to attend and if you have any dietary restrictions Yes, I don't eat white people food. <laughs> Whatever white people eat, I don't eat. Now, you know, uh, Parkman House, I think, is named for a, a white man and, and built by white men, and the electricity there is provided by uh, white people who invented electricity and brought it to the public. And 33 Beacon Street in a city built by white people, and, and uh, the, they're, they're just racists. They're just devoutly racist. Libs of TikTok has it, too. And then you have to play the Just Imagine game. Just imagine a white Republican mayor having a Christmas party, because they'd call it a Christmas party, not a holiday party. And uh, only white people get the invitation. And it is the 
holiday party for uh, white people, for Caucasians, because that's perfectly normal in Democrat land. And they are the party of Jefferson Davis and Confederate States of America, Nathan Bedford Forrest, the White Knights, the KKK, Senator Robert Byrd and the KKK. Joe Biden didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle. He put black people in prison for the type of cocaine that was more popular with black people, rock cocaine, whereas his son was doing eh, powdered cocaine. He was smoking crack later on, too, and he wouldn't have gone to prison for the powdered cocaine. Democrat Party, the party of the soft bigotry of low expectations and destroying your school system and creating the school-to-prison pipeline. Just extraordinary. Yeah, so Denise DeSantos, on behalf of Mayor Michelle Wu, who is, as you might imagine, Asian and Asian-American, and not on our side, cordially invite you and a guest. Electeds of color holiday party. That's today at 530, 33 Beacon Street. Now, if um, this were a conservative uh, white mayor that did this, there would be mobs of thousands of mentally ill and violent people outside of 33 Beacon Street in front of Parkman House at 5.30 tonight. But since, you know, we're a civilized uh, people, conservatives, there won't be any of that. Also, I shared with you the story last week, maybe two weeks ago now, that a study found that uh, if you are liberal parents, your children are much more likely to be suffering from mental illness. Conservative parents, children much less likely to be suffering from mental illness. But that's your that's your Democrat Party. Now, with that said, in Illinois, the great state of Illinois, where Chicago lives, the head of the statewide NAACP, that's, of course, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Just don't call colored people colored, because if you do, you're a racist, right? You can say people of color, but you can't say colored people, unless, of course, you're referring to the NAACP, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People in Illinois. Calls for NAACP Illinois Conference President to resign after racist remarks. What a shock this is. On a recent call, the DuPage County NAACP president says he was absolutely stunned when one of his civil rights colleagues called migrants rapists and savages. Remember what Donald Trump said about, you know, they're not sending their best and the uh, rape, and he was crucified for this, of course. And, and he said that, I think, you know, one to, it was like, I'm sure some of them are good people, um, something very much like that. President Trump, and he was he was vilified and crucified. But when you're black and a member, no, the president statewide of the NAACP in Illinois, which is home to the city of Chicago, is no big deal. A county president for the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People is demanding the resignation of his state conference president on Tuesday. Patrick Watson of the DuPage County NAACP says Teresa Haley a woman of color, W.O.C., of the Springfield branch should step down after stunning anti-immigrant comments. Watson said he recorded a Zoom call featuring Illinois NAAC branch presidents back in October. Now here we are in mid-December. Got to let a little time go by. You know, got to noodle on this. Don't let anybody know. 
Black people have been on the streets forever and ever. And nobody cares because they say that we're drug addicts. We got mental health issues. I think she meant we have mental health issues. But these immigrants has, have come over here and they've been raping people. They've been breaking into homes. They are like savages as well. That's what she said. Remember what President Trump said that got the Democrats all, you know, the news media whipped up into a frenzy. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. True. They're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. They're rapists. Now, uh, I'm, I'm guessing what the NAACP chief is referring to here, Teresa Hawley, she might have uh, caught a couple of minutes of Newsmax or Fox News about the border. The rape trees where the cartels um, systematically rape women and girls, steal their panties, and throw them in the branches of trees, and they call them rape trees. The number of immigrant women that have been sexually assaulted on the jury uh, on the journey is absolutely extraordinary and terrifying and horrifying. And I'm guessing that that's what Teresa Haley is talking about. Said that, you know, the the raping people, never mind the, the guy we caught in New Hampshire who had been convicted of murdering 11 people in Brazil or the fugitive in Pennsylvania who murdered the woman there and was also wanted for murder in also Brazil, coincidentally. Never mind all of that. Uh, but that's what she said. And uh, now she must be destroyed. She must be fired. Not like the anti-Semite president of Harvard University, who's also a plagiarist. Joe Biden's a plagiarist. The Democrats like plagiarism, too, because that's all fine. And Harvard, by the way, is the university that fought all the way to the Supreme Court because they demanded that they be afforded the right to discriminate against Asian students for doing too well academically. That's Harvard, headed by an African-American woman of limited scholarship who is a virulent anti-Semite and smirks smugly through congressional hearings where she's being asked about the rampant anti-Semitism on her campus where students and faculty alike of the Jewish persuasion feel unsafe. But here's the NAACP in Illinois and uh, Teresa Haley, and I predict that she will keep her job and everything will be fine. If she's compelled to step down, the Democrats will find another job for her that's better and pays more. But the news media won't follow it. Just saying. So we got that going for us. All right, now let's go to Hunter Biden, because Hunter Biden showed up on Capitol Hill, and, um, and he was subpoenaed to testify before House committees about Biden family corruption, right? And um, he showed up on Capitol Hill, and there were scads of camera crews, TV camera crews, and fake reporters who are bootlicks for the Democrat Party. And I saw Eric Swalwell out there. You know, he was having an affair with Fang Fang, the Chinese secret agent that was sent to the United States to infiltrate Congress and did so very, very successfully. And they got Eric Swalwell on their list. The Chinese communists have been very active and very successfully so. 
not just Eric Swalwell and Fang Fang, his uh, love interest, but the Biden family, too. Now, Joe, uh, uh, Joe Biden is, you know, he's been taken in millions of dollars from Ukraine. The Biden family has been taken in millions of dollars. And that's all fine, of course, because Democrats. But um, he showed up and he was not there to testify. So now the news media has been brought into the conference, the hearing room, where he would have testified not open to cameras and the press. And his name tag is on the table, and there are microphones and a banquet table set up. But he showed up for a political stunt for show business. And he got out of his armored limousine and uh, with Secret Service protection on Capitol Hill, like he's a visiting head of state. And he walked over to the bank of Democrat Party bootlick cameras, and he attacked because he's not going to testify. His lawyer, Abby Lowell, a huge left-wing radical multimillionaire lawyer, Washington lawyer, sleazy. You know, he's everything that, that people hate about lawyers. And, and Hunter walked over to the cameras, and he attacked the Republicans, smeared and slandered them, lied about them, uh, and then got back into his armored SUV, black SUV, with his Secret Service detail, and drove away. This kind of imperious arrogance has not been often seen since the fall of the monarchies in Europe, but we saw it again today. So here's Hunter Biden on Capitol Hill sauntering over. Did he have a crack pipe in his lips or anything? Did he have any Russian hookers with him? Did he have a stripper with him? Did he have his uh, bastard daughter with him? No, none of that. Uh, but, But here he is. He got out of the vehicle, walked over to the cameras, attacked and then got back in the armored vehicle and walked away. I'm here today to answer at a public hearing any legitimate questions Chairman Comer a and public, the House Oversight Committee may have for a me. A public hearing. I'm here today to make sure that the House Committee's illegitimate investigations to of make my sure. family do not proceed on distortions, manipulated evidence, and lies. Lies, all lies. Joe Biden the other day did lies, all lies, nothing but lies, it's all lies. It's like a crazy person. I'm here to testify to public hearing because the Congress subpoenaed him and they ordered him by subpoena to arrive on Capitol Hill and testify in a closed hearing. And they said, we'll testify in an open hearing that we can turn into a circus with our slime bag lawyers, but we will not testify in closed hearing. And they said, well, in closed session, And they said, well, the subpoena is for closed session. So that's what you get, show up. Otherwise, you're going to be in contempt of Congress. He's made his contempt of Congress very clear here, I've got to say. I'm here to testify in a public hearing because he and his sleazy lawyer, Abby Lowell, believe that they can dictate the terms to the Congress of the United States of America while investigating the bribery of the sitting president of the United States by way of his proxy, his crackhead stripper, knocker-upper, Russian hooker Dayton, brother-in-law, widow Dayton, brother-in-law, widow, sister Dayton, um, crackhead super artist. And he talks about his art here in a a second. And he says, I'm here to testify to public. Well, that's not what you were invited. And it's it's not a holiday party for electeds of color. It's a subpoena. And you have been subpoenaed to appear before Congress to be placed under oath and to take questions from the Congress in an impeachment inquiry 
into your father's corruption. But he shows up like he's Marie Antoinette. Was he dressed like a lady? No, he was not. I'm here to testify in a public hearing. Well, guess what? You don't dictate to the Congress, to the government, what you will and will not do. You have been subpoenaed. Uh, Hunter Biden. In the depths of my addiction, I was extremely irresponsible with my finances. He is irresponsible. But to suggest that is grounds for an impeachment inquiry is beyond the absurd. Well, that's not it. It's shameless. Shameless. There is no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business. Lie. Because it did not happen. What did not happen? Well, the CEO of Burisma said he paid a $5 million bribe to you and a $5 million bribe to your father, Joseph Robinette Biden. You had a no-show job in Ukraine along with your buddy, Devin Archer. In an industry in which you had never worked, the natural gas industry, working for Burisma as a board member for which you had no duties whatsoever. Millions of dollars came in from Communist China, Communist Party affiliates, to the Biden family coffers. We have hundreds, nay, thousands of suspicious activity reports from the Treasury Department about your financial dealings. We have the testimony of FBI agent whistleblowers, IRS agent whistleblowers, Ukrainian whistleblowers, the evidence is raining down upon you. And still, the imperious Hunter Biden and his left-wing allies claim there is no evidence. And he arrogantly and imperiously insists that he can dictate to Congress the terms of their subpoena. America starts the day with America in the morning. Pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there Hi, are Hi, I'm two John Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. The octane action in the dust, a new film puts... Our staff of correspondents provide a fast-paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the Morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. Now, when uh, the son of the king arrived on Capitol Hill in his armored chariot today with a phalanx of secret service, his vehicle was greeted by Eric Swalwell, the California Democrat who has long and deep ties to Chinese communist intelligence operatives including Fang Fang, the honeypot with whom he had a long sexual affair relationship, and even the left-wing Axios, Fang Fang's ties to Representative Eric Swalwell, which began when he was a city council member for Dublin City, California, demonstrate China's long game. And there was Eric Swalwell out there. I wonder if Fang Fang or the Chinese intelligence operatives here and now instructed Swalwell to be out there to meet him and to escort him over to the microphones, also made in communist China. The Democrat Party is uh, a threat to Western civilization, not to overstate. Every story eventually comes to an end. This June... 
Hear the final episode of Season 2 of the hit podcast series, In the Red Clay, Durham. In the Red Clay tells the unbelievable true story of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history. In the podcast that people are calling riveting, incredibly moving, captivating, and addicting. Binge Seasons 1 and 2 of In the Red Clay now, wherever you listen.